0: Welcome to Setting Captives Free podcast where we talk about how to experience gospel freedom. Romans 6-7 says, For one who has died has been set free from sin. On today's broadcast, Mike Cleveland, founder of Setting Captives Free, shares how you can experience the freedom purchased for us by Jesus Christ at the cross. Okay, hello everyone. This is Mike Cleveland, and I'm with my wife, Jody. Hi, Jody. Hi. <laughs> and we have we,
1: special guests.
0: Yes, we have special guests. We're so excited to spend some time with our new friends from California. We're in Washington State, but this is T and Shante, and we welcome you. Thank you for taking time to be with us.
2: Thank hello. you. Hello. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having, for having us. Having
0: us. Yeah. Yeah. We have just really enjoyed. Uh, the Lord's work in your heart and in your marriage. And so we thank you for coming on and and taking some time today. Uh, So we have agreed beforehand to look into God's word together to sort of frame our discussion. And so we're looking at uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And let's just start. Uh, Maybe I'll read a verse or two and then you guys can. We'll just talk about it as we go. How does that sound to you?
2: Sounds
0: good. Perfect, yeah. All right. Good. So let's look at verse fourteen. For Christ's love compels us, mm-hmm. because we are convinced that one died for all, and therefore all died. Uh, you guys, if you look at this verse, um, for me, as as I look at it, it it doesn't seem like good news, therefore all died, you know, and we're supposed to celebrate (laughs) this. It doesn't seem like it would be good news until you remember that my past life and impurity, my past life of dishonesty and where I broke my wedding vows and all that, that's the man who died. Mm -hmm. Um, And so from that standpoint, when Christ suffered on the cross and my old self died with him, it becomes good news." So as you two look at this verse, what does it do for you? And, and are you, I, I guess the question would be, are you recognizing yourself, your old self in this verse as well?
3: Yes, uh, very much so. I can clearly see, um, based off of what has happened in my life, the before and after versions I've been able to see how dying wasn't a bad thing. it's actually it was it's a it's, it's a good thing because my old life was what left a wreckage of carnage within our marriage. It left uh, challenges within my life, brokenness with my family, brokenness at work. Um, it left a ton of just wreckage in its way and that's because I was led by a slave master who was uh, known for destruction. he was uh. He was the father of lies and, and destruction. And so um, when I was being led in that way, what else can I expect but that very same thing in my life? And so to be dead to that person, that is a, a godsend. That is a glorious thing. Um, I was dead in a way that uh, left misery, but mm-hmm. um, but thank God. Um, because now the first part of that voice, the first part of that verse was that uh, we're controlled by Christ, <laughs> you know. So it's a new master, it's a new person who is over us, and so that yes, very much so, um, I can identify with that very clearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's yeah. it becomes good news too.
0: Then at that point, when when you see that. Uh, all have died, meaning, you know, we no longer exist to that life. And, you know, T, I think for you and I, that life was sort of wrapped up in impurity, um, deception, dishonesty. I I don't want to tell your story, but for me, uh, it was all those things combined. Um, And so maybe just take a second, T, for uh, for people listening, watching, just explain, you know, when when did this start for you and how did it start and what was it like?
3: And, and just a brief second here as, as we look at that aspect. Yeah. Um, well, one thing I can say starting off with this was um, it used to be a little bit more shameful to share this story, but that's because it didn't have a happy ending at that time. There was no um, forgiveness there in terms of like uh being free from it, it's hard to tell a story when you're stuck in the middle of it. But now that I am on the other side of this and able to see how God is interwoven all throughout my life to bring me to a place of complete repentance and and freedom from it, it uh, it empowers me and actually makes me happy to share the story. So um, I got uh, unfortunately um, involved with pornography at a very early age. I was around five or six. I can't tell you exactly what the day was, but I can tell you exactly the situation. And uh, I was at a friend's house and his brother in his room and his friends had a bunch of different uh, uh, magazines. And um, that was my first introduction at like five or six years old. Um, and unfortunately we were over, uh, I was over that friend's house a lot. So that, uh, that viewing of that material was continuous. Um, And it grew worse and worse and worse. And uh, yeah, it was, I would say I had an enslavement from a very early age. Um, And so uh, when you're young, you don't really process that stuff. You don't really know how to understand what's going on, but uh, you just know what the feelings that you have. And so I was uh, in that from a very early age. And as I progressed and I got older, eventually I did come to Christ, still pretty young, but Th- these things continued on. Uh, this was part of my life that was everything else was like gone for the most part, <laughs> but this part kind of consisted uh, continuous there. But now that I, I realized there was a lot of other things that were being hidden, but just behind the veil of that other sin that was kind of just like the bigger one that I was able to see front right in front of me. but, but yeah, it, it proceeded all the way through high school, college, um, adulthood, uh, and even into my marriage, unfortunately um it was something that I was not able to see a way out of, but uh I was hoping that God would fix me, but it was kind of in the back of my head like uh, I don't know if this is ever gonna actually happen like I was hoping that it would, but didn't really see how and um and yeah, and then uh I remember within our marriage unfortunately falling and having to break down and tell my wife well, what went down, what happened and, man, it was one of the hardest situations ever. Um, we ended up going, talking to our pastor. We ended up talking to a counselor. He was a Christian counselor, but um, there was a lot of <laughs> like, man's wisdom to say within that uh, counseling periods. And um, and then I fell again and it just, it didn't, it didn't change. Um, at least not the way I wanted it to, um, <laughs> or the way that God has talked about freedom. Uh, um, but I uh, came set and kept us free, um, took the, actually 1.0 course uh, <laughs> at first, I took that. Um, and then I also went through the 2.0 course and then things, but I started getting uh, a lot more freedom from just staring at the cross and just constantly going back there and washing at the cross. And then um, learning how that actually looks to, to wash at the cross repeatedly every single day. I understood it, I, I got it, but I wasn't doing it. But now through setting Got this free, I was actually washing at the cross every single day and then walking with the spirit and, and then, you know, warring against the flesh. But I felt like I had power when I was warring against the flesh. It wasn't just a losing battle. It was like something that I actually had the ability to say no to as well as a compulsion to want to follow God. And so it, it, uh, it definitely, um, Yeah, that's kind of my story Um, in and out of, yeah.
1: Right, you know, that story is so, I hate to say it, but very, very common. Um, So many children are exposed to impurity and it just, as a mom, my heart is just crushed by that. Um, But uh, Shantae, I wanted to ask you, did you know about um, T's struggle before you got married or the the, um, depth of it, I should say?
2: Yes, well, not the depths of it. But mm. during the courtship, um, he did. Um, actually, yeah, during the courtship, he revealed that he struggled with it. But I didn't know what that actually entailed. Um, and then, actually, he proposed on my birthday, which was June 29th, oh. And then we had drove up to New York. Um, and so, of course, he wasn't going to stay at my at my grandmother's house where I was staying. So he stayed in a hotel and then he actually fell the day after and then that's when it was devastating that's when I knew okay this is an issue but like I shared in the prior video I thought that once we go into marriage I didn't understand it so I thought that once we get into marriage um that it would stop and it actually persisted sure
1: and that's a common thing I mean it really is I believed the same thing and um and it, it's just the insidious nature of the evil one, right? He—it's like you were saying, T. He just—he comes to kill, still and destroy, and he lures us in, right, with these subtle, um, pretty, pretty things, right? Dangles pretty things in front of us, but there is a demon behind it, and he is there to devour, and it is devastating. And I'm sorry that you guys have had to go through that.
0: At the, at the same time, if you look at the testimony that's coming out of it Um, and while you and I the four of us would never wish this on anyone at the same time we say I wouldn't have changed it in any way simply because we want to reach the hearts of people and that's why you guys are on here talking today this is not easy to do you know, the world would never come on here and say, oh, yeah, I was enslaved in impurity, sexual impurity and pornography. It's not something we enjoy uh, doing. And yet at the same time, we look at this passage and T, like you said, we're on the other side now and we can rejoice that we died. Yeah, I mean, and, and so yeah. that old Mike Cleveland, that, that old T uh, is hanging there on the cross and buried in the tomb Mm -hmm. so you know we've often talked about this brother but if you think about it you know put all the pornography around a casket that you want and that person cannot that person it doesn't have the power energy and whatever to gratify the lust of his flesh
1: because he's dead right right? and
0: this Uh, is the very problem isn't it isn't this the problem with worldly teaching where you need to maybe manage your issues you need to curtail them and and not do that as much and right did you were you ever taught stuff like that or is that just me
3: (laughs) yeah actually that's one of the things that actually drove me out of the of the uh counseling type of sessions that we were having not necessarily drove me out of it I would say away from the groups we still continue with the counseling sessions but they had these purity groups that they were calling them quote-unquote purity groups or uh Sexual uh, uh, addictions, anonymous or whatever it was, but within there, there was this constant, repetitive reminder that you are an addict, that you are somebody that is bound by this, and you may be able to go without doing it, but deep down inside, you're still this person. And and I wasn't. I, I could I couldn't read God's word and get that message out of there, so I didn't <laughs> want to subscribe to that. It 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 it, it felt like. There was a, a, a willful bowing down to the fact that you are this individual, and now you, you just have to, uh, to, to, to maintain it, but you don't have to always fall, but remember that you still are this person. And that to me is the exact opposite of the message of exactly what we're reading right now.
0: Amen. That's exactly right. Yes, and that's how the world keeps people in bondage. Because mm-hmm. remember, that's no. who you are. No, that's not who I am. That old me has died. Uh, and so I have a new, completely new identity. Uh, I am a new person, a new creation in Christ. In fact, that's, if you look down here, we go to verse 15. You guys want to read that and talk about it?
3: Yeah, sure. It says, and he died for all that those who living might no longer live for themselves, but for him who for their sake died and was raised. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, what do you what do you yeah. what do you see about
0: that? What's different now, according to this verse? What do we who are living ha- do differently now?
3: Yeah. Well, um, we no longer live for ourselves. We no longer are um, controlled by our own nature or our fleshly impulses because they have died with Christ. Um, and I think that's the beautiful thing that I was able to hash over and over again through setting captives free is that this is not who you are. It's it's reframing the identity and remembering who you are in Christ. Um, Accepting Christ and believing in what it is that he has done for us has not just changed us mentally but at the very core of who we are at our heart. We are literally a new person. Um, And that's the thing I love the most about setting captives free. That's actually one of the reasons why I encourage my wife to go through the (laughs) United Front courses because of that constant message of, look, this is who you were, this is who you are now, this is who, uh, um, who God has made you to be, something totally different. And so, um, yes, I, uh, <laughs> I absolutely love this portion. Mm-hmm. And as you think about, so you brought up Shante here,
0: and as we come to verse sixteen, I think this is important for a spouse of one who was involved in impurity to grasp this. Uh, It says, so from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh or from a worldly point of view. So now because of the cross and we are seeing each other, we're seeing each other with new eyes. Yes, We don't look at our spouse and say, oh, you're a any fill in the blank, nothing like that. We don't see each other from a worldly point of view any longer. Um, Shanti, tell me a little bit about, um, did you used to view T from a worldly point of view as connected with his sin or, uh, just speak to that a little bit if you would.
2: Oh, absolutely. I struggled wholeheartedly with this in particular because when I saw him, I didn't see him through the lens of the gospel i know one of my friends would always say you have to view your husband through the lens of the gospel now i kind of conceptualized that but i didn't know how to like apply that right like I, i have to see him through the lens of the gospel but i definitely wasn't all i saw was his sin and i actually i associated him with his sin right i couldn't separate the two right i couldn't separate somebody who was struggling through it therefore i couldn't help him i wasn't supportive um, like I, I said before, I used my words to damage him. We're still healing from that now. I just I just saw him and I saw pornography, right? I saw him, I saw impurity, right? I didn't see a child of God. I didn't see somebody made new. I, don't, I didn't see somebody who, there's a sanctification process. I didn't see that. I just saw his sin. And it, it did, it did damage to, to our, our marriage. It definitely did. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I didn't. I, I
1: yeah, what changed that for you? I'm sorry?
2: What changed that for you? Well, I had to. So, what changed? I would say setting captives free. Um, I, I did meet with a sister, and we were going through the scripture. We was going through a book together, um, happily married. And um, but once I started doing the courses, and it took my focus off of my husband. Said, <laughs> you know, I had to not even look at him, right? I had to look at Christ. I had to look at what he's done for me and what he's done for him, right? Not just what he's done for me. It's so easy, right? To look, you know, but no, what he's done for my husband. And when I started to look at Christ continuously, continuously through it all, I was able to see, um, see someone who was made new, just like I made new, right? I was able to forgive from my heart and then forgive my husband from my heart. I did not until I started just focusing on God. I had to focus on what Jesus did for me, what Jesus did for my husband, how he came, how he died, how he died, but he rose, right? And when he rose, we, we raised too. And so I just love even in that particular scripture where we, we no longer focus on ourselves, we focus on Christ. And I'd say that's where I was. And so that's how I was able to break free From the bondage of even keeping him enslaved to his sin when he was set free right so yeah
1: oh praise god i just uh, that was exactly how it was for me too you know i i um it was a long time but looking at the cross of christ and seeing that i died with christ my husband died with christ we we were raised to new life. We are both new creations in Jesus and seeing him and relating to him as a new creation, right? the old is gone. And I had to let that go. I had to say that was in the past. And a lot of women struggle because like you were talking about, even after you were married and T after you had come to faith in Christ and after you were learning the truth, you still struggled a little bit and you had, and you fell, maybe stumbled a couple of times and that was hard for you, Shante. And so a lot of women get caught in that trap. Well, yeah, but he fell again and he keeps falling and it's very irritating to me and upsetting to be, and he's not acting like a new creation. And I I am having trouble with this, right? And this is where the gospel, the cross of Christ is so imperative, isn't it? Right? It has to be eclipsed. It has to be larger than our struggle. We have to say Christ is greater. Christ is the resurrection today. When Martha got asked that question, she said, oh, sure. At the last day, and I think a lot of us unconsciously believe that. Oh, sure, yeah, at the last day, we'll all be made perfect. No, no, we are being saved today, mm. right? And there's this imperative upon us being compelled by the love of Christ to view one another as new creations today. Yesterday, you struggled. Today, I struggled. But we see each other through the blood of Jesus, right, as forgiven as loved.
0: Amen. I am loving, I'm loving hearing your story. Um, I appreciate so much your honesty, you guys. Um, you know, not regarding each other from a worldly point of view any longer. Um, we're now regarding the cross of Christ and, a, and receiving his love and out of the overflow, we love each other. What has that done for you in your marriage? Can you summarize? What has this done for your marriage?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I can definitely summarize. Um, but yeah, I think that the biggest thing that I've noticed differently is that I can come to my wife and know that we are on the same team. I think that was one of the hardest things. Cause I think I, for the longest, I could, I can't, I could, I felt like I couldn't talk to her about anything without being judged without, um, without, crushing her to the core without like actually being together on the same team. And I think that now I see us working in not just, just the area of, uh, purity, although that's a huge portion of the, you know, and thank God we felt like we've been doing amazing in that area, but on so many different areas, it's, it's affected us, uh, how we talk about finances, how we talk about what we're going to do in the future, how we talk about everything. It's, it feels like we're actually working towards a common goal together and we're on the same page. And so um, to me, as speaking from my particular half of this situation, I see just us being on the same page has been the biggest change that's happened within that. And um, that's been huge.
1: Yeah. What about you, Shantae? What do you think the biggest change has been?
2: <laughs> yeah, I think for me, I, I said it before, like before I just, once that happened, I just wanted to leave. I was, I like checked out and in every retrospect. Um, But now I like, like it says, we're a united front. Like we're in this together, right? We're one, right? And so for me, it's like, I'm gonna stand by him, you know, and he'll stand by me. Like I may have my days where I'm struggling, right? That's when he can continuously point me to Christ, continue to, you know, minister to me through that way and vice versa, right? I just feel like that's the biggest thing that We've been now like oh, wait before we even argue. For it, let's just pray, right? Let's just go to go to God. I think that that really um, that that helps out a whole lot because you know the three strands oh, like not that. Broken yeah, that matters. And so for me, like I said, I was checked out, so it wasn't the three, you know. But then I said, you know, I made a vow, right? I did uh, for better or for worse. A lot of times we just say for better, and so <laughs> I said I have to stand by that, and I can only do that. <laughs> With, with, with the strength of God, right? By the grace of God, right? And so we can only do that. No longer I, but we. And so I think that's changed for me, the biggest, uh, yeah.
3: I think it's also helped because she actually trusts now. Like I've given her something to be trustworthy over. It's not like um, where I, I say something and I don't necessarily uh, do what I'm saying. There, there's a, a, a trustworthiness that God is working in me and she can see that and so i've, I've it's a lot more confident for her to be able to to actually be able to hold me at, at my word because my word actually means something so
2: because i trust
3: god too <laughs> you know
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah
0: wait i tell you what just looking at you guys and and knowing the devastation and destruction that comes from sin to even look at you guys and to listen to you The fruit of the spirit is all over just the love and the joy, the peace, the patience, the gentleness, the self control. All of that comes, and to even see you guys and hear you is miraculous. Mm -hmm. And I I think it's shocking. (laughs) I'm sitting here, Jody and I both, I think, were shocked. It's
1: just so beautiful. It really is to see you together, see you united in Jesus. It makes my heart so happy.
0: Yeah me too. Um, why don't you guys read verse 17 there? We've already alluded to it, but we can just look at it together.
3: Okay. It says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. The, old, the new has come. That is one of my favorite memory verses in all of scripture. <laughs> that is, uh, that is the hallmark uh, of the Christian life. Um, when we come into Christ, if anyone is in Christ, when we enter into a relationship with him, we are a new creation. Um, and, and wrapping your mind around that, even when sometimes when you, you, you know, you have the lies of the enemy kind of coming at your head saying, no, you're not, no, you're not. Um, well, God said it in his word that is that is true and God doesn't lie. So mm-hmm. therefore this is true. And, and as you're walking in that truth, walking in light of what he has said, you, you start to. To understand that, and it and it transforms you. It changes your your whole entire outlook of life. It, it it makes sure that you understand that. Look, first of all, this this life is temporary, as it says earlier up. We live in a tent, <laughs> essentially. That um, uh, this is this is only temporary, but we're looking forward to the heavenly uh uh affirmation of what's gonna happen new the new body, completely gone. Um. I am a new creation now, that, like you were saying, but not just now, also in coming in the future. And it's sealed because the Holy Spirit is working in me and I can see that it's yeah. actively happening. Um, yeah. It's so encouraging.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. I love this verse. And you think about how opposite that is. We've already talked about that a little bit, but how the world says that, no, you're still the same old you. Um, and yeah. you, know, you may be, you know, walking a little differently now, but just wait. Um, and one of the reasons they do that is fear based, you know, you got to keep coming back here because who knows what will happen if you, you know, go out there and don't come. Back. It's all fear based. And we who are in Christ are bold as lions. We don't have have fear. We we aren't motivated and actuated by fear of man or fear of falling. Uh, we're walking by the Spirit. We're, you know, we're taking over lands and we're operating in the promised land. And we're, you know, and and yeah. think about this too, you guys. That the old has gone. Mm-hmm. So if you really want to know if the old has really gone, look at the cross, mm-hmm. because yeah, that convinces us. Oh yes, it really did die. And was buried, and is gone forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, my sin is dead and buried. Your guilt and shame is dead and buried. The old you has been crucified. You're gone. It's it's no longer to be seen. Right. Uh, these things yeah. will transform anyone who grasps them and believes them and lives by them. Mm-hmm. It sounds
3: like you guys are doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <Only there. Yeah. laughs> <laughs> I, I love that portion, the last portion of that verse where it says, behold, the new has come. It's not the new will come. It's the new has come. It's already transpired. It's already taken place. It, it, this is something that is we're looking back at. The new has come. Um, mm-hmm. I am a new creation.
1: Mm-hmm. I've been
0: a new creation. Um, and yeah. So it says it good. <laughs> 18, if you look at verse 18, you want to read verse
1: 18? Oh, um, okay. Okay. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Whew, what a gift. I love that. Right.
0: So if you look, look at that, it says this is from God. So it's not your and my decision. It's not just an exercise of our will or our choice or it's from God. Uh, and so he has made us a new creation. This is why we're not going back to Egypt because it's from God. It's not, if it were us, well, you and I had turned tail and run, Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's from God. And he reconciled us to himself through Christ. And so again, looking at the cross, the sin that was the barrier and that separated God and us, has been removed. Mm. That sin is, and its removal rather, is what reconciles us. Um, Any two people that would have something between them um, would not be able to fellowship and interact if there's a big wall between them. But when Jesus died, he broke that down, removed it, threw it away, buried it in a tomb. And so we have free and full access to God. That's what
1: verse 19 says. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. That's the, you know, that's the good news. No sins counted against us. Sins, plural, sins, past, present, future. No sins.
0: It's good news. Can I get an amen? (laughs) 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 What, is it, what does it do for you personally? Because you've opened up and spoken very freely about your past. Um, what does it do for you personally to know that your sins are not counted against you?
1: And they never will be.
0: And that they were counted against Christ instead mm-hmm. of you. Just share your thoughts on that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whew, uh, it, it, it is a oh, weight off. It's a it's like a burden has fallen, like from your back onto the ground and now you can jump and fly. Like it, 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 is, um, it is an amazing thing. And, and like you were alluding to earlier, it's the constant reminder of looking at the scars of Christ's hands and feet, looking at the story of what he went through that night of constant people lying about him, spitting in his face, slapping and ripping his beard out, like constantly looking at what Christ went through. And then he turns around and shows me how that was all for me. Mm -hmm. That right there is literally that love that binds us that we were talking about earlier, the love of Christ that controls us. I I don't know how it's possible to not look at that love and not be completely shaken to your core. Um, It truly is the glue that has binded us to him. And uh, it's beautiful just to to know that that's what he went through for me. That's what I deserve. That's what I earned. That's what I did uh, that that has put him there. But yet he loved me enough to say, no, I'm going to take that for you. Uh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this on your behalf. But understand it's because I love you. It's not just he's doing it uh, for some random reason. It's because he loves us. And that right there is truly the 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 crux of of the gospel it's it's based off the love that he has for his people um and i'm included with that and so that's it's amazing it absolutely is amazing
0: yeah
3: Mm.
0: yeah i I get i get speechless when i hear um you talking about what happened to him and not only what happened to him what he chose um to go through for us Uh, He loved us unto death. Uh, He loved us to the grave and back. Um, And that is, you're right, um, T, that is what binds us. That is now what takes us captive to him and and makes us his. Mm -hmm. Because we've never been loved like this. I mean, I know Shantae loves you a lot, but you've never been loved like that before. I've never been loved (laughs) like that before. Uh, and that's what keeps us, and it constrains us, and it compels us, and in fact, it says there that you and I, the four of us, have a ministry now. And what is our ministry?
3: Reconciliation, that's right? Yeah, it's very much. That. That's right. It 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 is it is deep for me to ponder the fact that Jesus chose to do that, not just like he had to because he was forced or like he was he was made to out of some obligation but he did it because he loved us he willingly chose he even said to peter like i can call down a legion of angels this is not something that is something that i'm doing because they are stronger than me mm-hmm. i'm willingly giving my life for my bride and that is whew, yeah that, that that the choice portion of that is really to me what stands out um i don't know who would choose that i don't know who would would be willing to go through that but he chose that um, nice. yeah it's neat. neat
0: we have a we have a ministry we have a message if you have the message of christ crucified and risen you have a ministry uh because god oh. has given you that message and he's He's illustrated it with your own lives, with with our lives as an illustration of his power to reconcile, to remove that which is in between us and to unite us together. Um, And so speaking of that, T, you're a mentor with Setting Captives Free.
3: um, And how long have you been? I am. Oh, man. Um, I've been mentoring for about... Two months now, I think about two months. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm actually going through the course right now, and it's been so encouraging just seeing how other people's lives are being changed as well. Man, I was telling my wife about that earlier, just how I I I feel so just um, excited to 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 see other people's lives be changed um, through the same message that's changed my life, and so uh, it's, it's a privilege. It really is. And And, um, my wifey's coming along for the journey too. She's, she's, uh, she's getting ready to jump into her mentorship role.
2: (laughs) So excited. It's awesome. It's
3: actually something I'm hoping to.
2: Yeah, very
3: excited. Yeah, no, this is actually something I was trying to hopefully talk to my church about. We were, I've already talked to my pastor and hoping to start something there, um, utilizing similar format, um, just because, I've gone through and I've seen the need, not just uh, in my own life, but also in so many others. Uh, there are, I have friends that I talk to about this stuff on a continuous basis, telling them, hey, look, we let's go through this course together. I'm actually going through a course with a mentor and as well as I'm a, an a, a accountability partner uh, as with another friend. So I'm going through a couple of them right now, uh, just because I believe so wholeheartedly in the message. You know, yeah. Um, yeah,
0: it's the message it's the message with, with the, the power, power. Right. paul even says i come to you trembling and in weakness and you know i can't speak very well and but i got all the confidence in the world in the message because mm-hmm. it's it comes with the power of the spirit yes. so we can shake our way through it we can bumble and stumble we can make mistakes we, which we do we can do <laughs> yeah. all those things but the message is wrapped up with the Spirit of God. Mm -hmm. So uh, I I love how you said that, T, that it's the message because, wow, when you give this message, God's love comes with it. You know, the power of God comes with it. So just keep doing it, brother. And Shante, you are on, I believe you said, lesson 13 of the mentorship course. So that means you're gonna um, apply for a mentorship (laughs) here shortly, right?
1: She's pre-approved. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because all the ministry opportunity you want.
2: <sighs>
0: but what's, what's been your experience through, through the mentorship course? What's been your experience?
2: Yeah, it's been good. I'm, I was learning the logistics on how to, you know, operate the um, applications on it. But the actual last thing, the last lesson I went through Um, Just in terms of, you know, how people may respond and have they may not. It's really humbling. I know, I know it's rewarding, um, you know, to see people be set set free through Mm -hmm. through through the cross and the message of the cross. Um, But it's also humbling too that. Everyone may not be able to respond, you know. Um, like we may hope, right? Respond to be set free, right? Um, even from the, because I'm going to do the United uh, Front. So even from like the, the bitterness that they may be holding on to. And so for me, it's just like, I know I have to, like, like, like John Baptist says, I have to decrease as he increases, right? I can't look to myself. I can't look to, you know, did I say the right thing or did I do? No, I just have to be faithful to just bring the message plain, right? And then just pray because I, we don't save, you know, God does. And so I'm excited about that. Um, but I'm also approaching it humbly. You know, I don't want to have expectations to where you know, oh, a thousand people. No, if one, I'm, I'm excited, right? And so, yeah, so that's where I'm at.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it because we've had from the beginning a, a slogan, right? We're wanting exactly. to reach one heart. Just, one heart we just time. want to reach one heart with the gospel of Jesus Christ. What happens, and it's difficult to watch this happen, but a new believer or a new gospel minister will come along and they'll say, okay, I'm going to plant the seed of the gospel. And they go out Thursday and plant that seed and they come back Friday and nothing's, nothing's come up. You know, here it's been all night and no, no fruit. There's no, no fruit anywhere I look. It just must not work come back, come back a little later. And after, you know, a lot of invisible things happen in the ground, when you plant that seed, you can't see it happening. Um, And so you just give it time and over six months and a year and two years, and all of a sudden you get a harvest, not all of a sudden over time, but it's a harvest. Uh, And so I just encourage you you know, that we don't ever want to be discouraged in ministry. T, I love what you said, that it's um, a a gift. In essence, you you said it's a gift to be able to minister the gospel to people, Mm -hmm. and um, we're just looking for that one more heart that's cut, that's hurt, that's healed, and finds freedom And I love, I love talking with you guys. And just as we bring this to a close, uh, do you have any final thoughts? Maybe, maybe speak to somebody, each of you who is where you were, right? And, and maybe they have no hope and they're in chains or maybe their marriage is broken or, or whatever, and they don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. They're in the darkness and they're hurting. Um, T, what, what would you have to say about uh, to them?
3: Uh, yeah, uh, I guess two different portions. Uh, first, if you are struggling within uh, the bondage of, uh, of sexual sin, whatever it may be, um, uh, there is hope. There is a light that is uh, able to remove all darkness. There is a, a love that's able to break all chains, and that is in Christ. And we don't look at Christ as if he's just a philosophy. He's not just another... Um, another great idea out there that may be able to change your mind or even your perspective. But we're talking about the gospel that's able to change your heart. It is the only message out there that has the ability to change you to be a new creation, not just a a person with a different perspective or worldview, but a a different person altogether where you are no longer bound by the same things. And also uh, just within uh, a broken marriage, um, Christ has reconciled us back to himself. If Christ can reconcile us who are... Infinitely far away from God, back to Him, back to to God, He can put your marriage back together. He can put it back together. He can reconcile that right there. And the gospel has the power to do all that and so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I would say. That would be my my thing is that come to come to the cross. There is hope there. There is forgiveness there. There's a love that is going to change your life. that's found only there. Um, that's what I that would be
2: my message. What would you say? And Shall- I would say yes. And if you're struggling with any unforgiveness or any bitterness in your heart toward your spouse who's harmed you or hurt you, um, look to Christ there's there's forgiveness there uh god what jesus did he did it for you but he did it for your spouse too you can be united front you can be reconciled with your spouse because we're reconciled with god and so don't think that it's hope hopeless it's not there's hope there and so i would say get your eyes off of even the sin get your eyes off of your husband and put your eyes keep it on the cross keep it towards christ because there is freedom i I was able to be set free and so can you look to christ Mm -hmm.
0: this has been a podcast of setting captives free for more information or to enroll in free interactive courses on finding freedom please go to settingcaptivesfree.com tune in next time for more truth that sets captives free